This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Kimberly Hambrick, an inspiring leader and podcast host who believes in the power of collaboration and the momentum that this can create in your life. Listen in as Kimberly shares strategies on how you can borrow others' beliefs and become an everyday leader that can change the world. Start your personal growth journey today where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, my friend, Kimberly Hambrick. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, I am so excited to be here and have a conversation with you. Oh, this is so fun. We love and get inspired with lifting up leaders. And your whole focus is to help professionals with a proven system to try to get them from success to significance. And My gosh, this whole platform for everyday leaders is how to try to overcome obstacles and deal with getting inspiration for our daily success. So you're the perfect guest, and I can't wait. Through COVID-19, you're going to teach us a ton of stuff that you're learning and to help our guests be successful in their life. So I really, really thank you for coming on this morning. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to have this conversation and chat with your guests. Uh, so you have a podcast too. I gotta gotta give you some points for this. The Cannoli Coach is a great podcast that you are trying to find people as well that are sharing inspiration and great news. And I want to first thank you for your support for sponsoring some guests for the Everyday Leaders Fifty and Fifty Podcast Leadership Summit that just took place on uh, February the 29th. It was a great uh, surprise and great support. We so appreciate you, uh, Kimberly. Oh, it was my pleasure. I still wanted to be there in person, but was not able to. So glad I could help out in any way possible. And I've heard nothing but great things about that amazing day. It was so much fun. It felt just like friends and a tribe of people that got to come and celebrate each other. And and so hopefully, you know, next year we're going to schedule it for February the 27th. And, uh, you know, it feels like in many ways that it was years ago 
because right after, just a few weeks, a couple weeks after the event, we're finalizing things and still collecting shoes and backpacks for some of our, um, you know, things that we're giving back to. Uh, we closed down, the whole country closed down for this COVID-19. And so it feels like it's been longer than it actually is. And, and so, yeah. you know, so many of those things, let's talk about change, right? I love this this whole concept of pushing people outside of their comfort zone. (laughs) We share some similar stories about corporate change and corporate cultures. So I we sure do, (laughs) girl. Tell us what you've learned about corporate culture. Oh, absolutely. So when you and I kind of connected and our paths crossed and we had some conversations, it was like finding a kindred spirit and, and, maybe not always in the good way because we kind of dealt with some negativity in our corporate careers and got to the point where both of us decided, no, enough is enough and we deserve more and we deserve better. So I show up at work one day and resign and it really wasn't my plan. I didn't set up to resign that day, but I will tell you it was the absolute best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to get so far out of my comfort zone. It forced me to take a really intentional, good look at myself and see for the first time my value and what I brought to the table. And then once I saw that and embraced it, I just moved forward and I haven't looked back. Mm. Let's talk about that word value. We are John Maxwell people. <laughs> We're in the tribe. <laughs> and so yes, for those are. yeah, those of you that listen to this podcast, you're like, oh, okay, here's another John Maxwell believer. But it's because we see the value in ourselves. We begin to understand that we have something bigger to do in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I, I joined the John Maxwell team about three months before I exited corporate. And I have said this on my podcast publicly, privately, and to the mentors that have been so invaluable to me, I give this tribe, this team, so much credit and love and support for helping me through a really difficult time. I actually had a conversation recently with Mark Cole, who is the CEO and president of the John Maxwell team. And those, those early conversations, Melanie, you know, when you get on the call with the mentor and you're asking a question, my early, my very first call was sobbing, crying, and a word. Sobbing, crying, and a word. I don't think I formed a complete sentence, but what Mark did was he sat with me and he gave me permission to just let it out, and then he said the most powerful thing that anyone has ever said to me. And what he said to me was, borrow the belief I have in you at this moment until your belief matches mine. And so I'm sitting there broken. And here is a person that I don't know that believed in me and offered me his belief. And that really was the catapult, if you will, that I needed to take that look at myself and say, 
all right, somebody values me. Somebody believes in me. Why am I not believing in myself? Mm. And there were a lot of reasons why. There were, you know, decades <laughs> of negative self-belief and upbringing that caused me not to believe in myself, even though I was very successful. But it really was something like that, such a simple yet profound comment from another person that spoke into me that allowed me for the first time to truly start to see my own value. So profound. You know, I have so many people that I coach, and I know you do too, and it starts with our beliefs. You know, Mm -hmm. one of my promotions this year is to believe in the power of your story. And I think that kind of came to me as how I wanted to show up because I think when we start to believe in our own story, that's where it starts. You know, you just, many of us just live our life. And we show up every day, and some of us are consistent, some of us are trying to be more consistent, but but we have to just get up, you know, and do those things that are routine. We have to take care of other people in our life. We have to pay the bills. We have to watch TV. You know, we have to eat. We do those things, but we can, right? We still have to walk through that belief. I, I love that, and I love the word. I love your mantra and how you've been focusing on it and the word belief or belief is so the word belief is so powerful powerful in my life that I actually have it as a tattoo on my wrist that is just how important that word has been to me and it's a it's a reminder for me to when I'm struggling to just look at that I am a person of faith so it does have a faith meaning to me as well but when I'm having a moment or something, I can I can literally look at my wrist and it says believe, and that's what I do. So when you're talking about the belief systems, one of the programs, if you will, that I've been working with and talking about with my clients, I call it busting through your BS. So BS does stand for belief system. And it does have another meaning that I won't use on your <laughs> podcast. Let's just call it um, school clap. And that's really in my mind and what I experience and what a lot of my clients when I'm talking with them experience. It is that negative swirl that happens within our own mind that um, the negative swirl that happens with our, in our own mind that we battle with daily. So I was very successful in my career, as you were. We're both very successful women. Yet for me, I was still fighting myself daily. I would get a promotion. I would do something great at work. And in the back of my mind, I was always questioning it. Mm. And I wondered why. So being intentional, I, I love that word, and consistent, with leaning into where I needed to make some changes within my own belief system allowed me to go from success or great to greater or significant. And that's really why I'm doing what I'm doing these days because there's so much power in our own transformations 
that we want to then help others transform as well. Mm-hmm. I love that you just said that because sometimes, you know, we're on this journey and we think it's just about us and it's really not. You start to be able to reach outside of yourself and as you grow, you think of how to become more clear, right? And, and your path starts to open up to you to say ideas on how can I help others enjoy this journey and, and really encouraging them to own their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you had mentioned John Maxwell, which we're, we're both part of his, his community, his tribe. And when you were talking earlier about the system that I used from success to significance, well, that's borrowing words from John Maxwell. The success is when we add value to ourselves. Significance is when we add value to others. So my mindset, and I know it's yours as well, if we only do this amazing personal and professional growth to advance ourselves, we're doing it all wrong. That's not what we're – it's not about just bettering ourselves. For me, it was getting myself to a place that I truly saw the gifts that I was fully resourced with Mm. and that I could use them more intentionally to help others forward because – You know, I I struggled for most of my adult life, my late 40s, early 50s, before I really started to see that I do have value. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that point, when your whole body language, your whole demeanor, everything changes from just kind of walking through life and going through the motions and being successful to having a plan, knowing what you're supposed to do, and doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't look back with regret because regret is an absolute wasted an emotion or energy in my mind. I, I don't look back and say, if I only, if I did it, you know, I don't do that. I, I absolutely wear my battle scars and what I call gut kicks with pride because I had to go through those to get me to the point where I was real, really ready to change myself. Mm. All right. I'm going to stop you. And I'm going to stop you real quick because I've just written down a word that I know that, that we both share. And I think it's so powerful right here and where you're taking us is this whole environment of bullying people that are around us that make us believe differently. Mm-hmm. Even though in our souls we say, well, I know this about myself, but it's the influence of people that come at us to make us feel like we aren't competent. We can't achieve. We don't have the power to do that. We're doing it wrong. It could be family, friends, influence, especially during this COVID-19. We're in different environments today. So I know you have such a powerful belief system. But I, I just really want you to talk into that because I think it's so important about the, the people that are, are influencing us that are maybe have influence about our beliefs today. Yeah, absolutely. I want to briefly share a, a bully story. 
with you because a lot of times we focus, and, and my corporate background was an educational consultant, so a lot of times we focus on bullying of, of children, which is horrible and getting worse. I was bullied as a successful career woman, and yet I didn't know I was being bullied until it was too late. And what I mean by that is because I had suffered from these limiting self-beliefs and some people in my inner circle knew I suffered and I, I was just lucky. I connected with a few people who knew that I suffered and decided to take advantage of that. And what I mean by that is I found out that someone that I had trusted was actually recording me audio in a professional environment, audio and video and journaling for 10 plus years, anything I ever said and did. And when I pushed back on something, that person then, I found out what was going on and that person was weaving tells about me that weren't true. But there were signs, now that I know that there were signs that I missed throughout, and I missed them because I was too focused on wanting people to see my value. So a conversation, most conversations with this person started with, do you know what your problem is? (laughs) I didn't know I had a problem. And that happened all the time. And so now it's in my mind. Do you know what your problem is? Oh, my gosh, I have a problem. I, this is my problem. And now I'm, I'm, you know, rolling down the hill, spiraling, gathering all these things I ever did wrong or thought I did wrong mm-hmm. into my problem. And what that helped me understand and through my transformation, trans, um, formation and then now getting into the COVID-19, what I've been saying to people, because within corporations, the leaders, their teams, um, you and I come from a leadership lane. So we both know that first and foremost, we lead ourselves. And when you think about this environment that we're in now, how are we leading ourselves through these trying times? If we're part of a family, how are we leading our family and our family members? And then you take that to your corporation, you take that to your community uh, and the world. And what has really been resonating with me and what I've been talking with people about is nobody knows how to do this. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to lead through this. And this is a disruption to everyone. Now the the scale of disruption, if you will, is greater for many who have been impacted personally by the virus, have lost loved ones, have lost their jobs. So, so it's not, we're not all the same, but we have this similar thread of disruption. And I work with some people who are for the first time working from home and homeschooling their children. Mm-hmm. And what I said to them is, this is a disruption for your children as well, Mm -hmm. no matter what their age is. Younger children don't understand why they can't go out and play, why they can't see their friends. 
the older children that are used to a little more freedom, they don't understand. And then think about those graduating seniors that have had, you know, their end of their, their high school careers just cut off. Mm-hmm. Everyone is suffering. And I've said to so many people, give yourself grace mm-hmm. and give the people that you're interacting with grace as well. Because we're going to make mistakes. Nobody knows how to do this. And that has been really helpful to a number of people. I have a, um, a client who is working from home with a couple of small children. And, and I heard in his voice the stress. And I heard in his voice when he said, my kids just don't care that I have work to do. And after we had a couple of sessions, he's now talking about we're doing the best we can and we're finding ways through it. So it's been very powerful for me personally to give myself grace mm-hmm. because I don't know what's going on. And as you and I were talking, I'm very positive. I have a wonderful attitude, and it, this is difficult for me as well. So I'm allowing myself a little bit of space to just be frustrated mm-hmm. or, or to be upset or to be angry that I can't go visit a friend who's going through a difficult time. Mm-hmm. And then I let that go, and then I move forward. And, it, and that's really... That's that's how I'm talking with people because I just think it's so important that we understand nobody knows what we're going through all of this. Mm-hmm. And and even the people when you say that, you know, you think, okay, here we are, we're m- positivity, right? Here comes the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Stop it. We're not all happy. Everything's not just so great. And I don't think we're saying that at all. Uh, I think you know this really to reflect and to look inside and to journal about the things that are going on because there has to be that, like, the silver lining, right? There has to be something good that you're going to learn through this, whether it's how to believe in yourself differently, how to understand maybe something that you didn't have time to do, that now you're thinking more into what that could look like if you took a little bit more control over your time, over your thoughts, over your relationships, over your finances, over your fitness, you know, because we have the ability to do anything that we want to do in our life. And so, so many people are, are thinking about like, oh, well, what's that challenge going to be? Do I have to come out of this with something brand new? Right. That's not it at all. But it's finding that inner, yeah. inner peace, right? Because some of us have been affected completely different. But it's that one thing that has affected everyone, right? We say one thing, do one thing differently, and it can change your life. Well, <laughs> one thing happened to every single person, and it is affecting every single person uniquely, just like our own story, Right. Yeah, I, I love when you talk about the silver lining because I am such a firm believer that there is good in the bad. And for me, with some, some of those gut kick, 
that kicks in my life, I had to take a little bit longer pause. I had to lean into it a little bit more, but, but there is good even in the bad. And so with what we're going through, there are silver linings that people are starting to see. For me, um, the deeper connections that are growing from this because we can't go and meet with people in person. We can't be together. And I love seeing people pop up in those virtual coffee hours or happy hours. Or I was part of a virtual birthday party for a connection that I truly didn't know that well, but he was, he was celebrating his birthday and he posted it on social media. And I was one of 50 people celebrating his birthday mm-hmm. via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And and he treated himself to a cake, and we sang a really, really horrible but heartfelt rendition of Happy Birthday. <laughs> and, he had, and he had champagne. And, and we just had the holiday weekend, and so many people weren't able to be with families. And I have seen and heard amazing stories of uh, Passover being celebrated virtually, Easter and being celebrated virtually. So I love those deeper connections that are happening. And then when you look at it from or through the leadership lens that we work in, organizations that are truly getting this right by putting their people first, because that's what it needs to be about. The, the team that we're a part of, they made a really difficult decision, but they put people over profit. And that was just amazing. I just had a conversation the other day with a person who is truly struggling by working from home and homeschooling her children. Mm -hmm. And one happens to be a special need child. And she made that decision that she can't keep working. Well, the company that she works for went to bat and said, how can we help you? through this. They didn't think about that she has a job to do and she has work. She, their focus is where it should be, on her. And those, those are the silver linings that are shining through. And, and I'm going to be so honest with you here. We're not going back to normal. You and I know this. Anytime we change, we grow. Mm-hmm. We're not going back to normal as we knew it. But at some point, we will get to a normal-ish routine. I truly hope some of these silver linings don't go away. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to have to, you know, we want to capture this. You know, we're, we're all about like, oh, capture that, reflect on it, enjoy it. And I hope people don't lose, like you said, what we've learned through this. Because it, it, we are going to have to show up differently. And, you know, everything that we do when we first go back out to restaurants, right, we're going to think, are we six feet away? Are they going to change the dimensions of the tables, <laughs> you know, yeah. so that we're safe? But even just greeting people, giving people a hug, showing up at celebrations, birthday parties, you know, we, we probably are going to just have to, we're going to feel a little bit awkward going back into this normal range. Uh, and so yeah. we just need to be thinking about it, right? We need to be thinking about it now so when it happens, we're not so uncomfortable 
as we go back into that next oh. wave of change? Because that's change too. Going back to normal is a change. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the H word, which is hug. I'm a hugger. I'm Italian. We hug. <laughs> and that has been so difficult. My, my children live together in, in, a, in a different location. They've been self-isolating. I'm so, so we do get together. They came over for Easter, and I couldn't hug them. And it was like, you know, I don't know what to do because I don't know how to hug anymore. So my poor, my poor little dog's getting all kinds of hugs these days. He hasn't run away yet, but he's probably close. <laughs> but going back to the greeting, somebody had asked one time about people who, you know, are huggers. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be so much more comfortable with a hug moving forward than I will be with a handshake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I will shake hands for a very, very long time. <laughs> I know. It's, it is really has changed everything that you think about when it comes to your mind first. You know, just being, yes. being so protective. And, um, man, T- Kimberly, tell me a, a little bit about what you're doing on collaboration. Is, you know, here we've been uh, focusing so much on ourselves and how we keep our family safe, but there have been so many ways that leadership coaches and, and those of us that really care about adding value are collaborating together. And you mentioned that. And I think somebody mentioned the other day, like, I'm zoomed out. I am really sick and tired of all these virtual meetings because it's different. But, um, but I want you to strategically talk about, you know, what you, David McLennan, have been doing as far as this emerging leaders inner circle and, and coaching these leaders uh, I think it's really incredible to talk about and just celebrate for a second. Oh, thank you. And, and absolutely. So, you know, David, David and I have this running joke that he's my slightly older brother. I think he's like older by months, but he's older than me. So, David, when you hear this, you are older than me. Um, but, but, but David is one of those people that I met by chance, perfectly uh, to be perfectly honest, he lives in Pittsburgh. I'm in West Virginia, about a you know three-hour drive. And I was on a call one Tuesday evening with Mark Cole, and I heard somebody say, Mark, looking forward to seeing you in the Burb on Thursday. So the Burb, I know the Burb is Pittsburgh. So, you know, I Google, Mark Cole going to be in Pittsburgh on Thursday? And he was. And he was going to be in an event, in an event with another person that you and I both know, Doug Smith. And so I'm, like, trying to get a ticket, and I couldn't get a ticket. They were all sold out. And so I had sent uh, uh, the event an email, and it ended up being Doug, who the next morning sent me an email and said, I opened it back up, get your ticket. So I got my ticket. So as I was going up to see Mark, I met David in passing outside the building. And then at the event, we got a chance to talk and giving me a lot of grief because I'm directionally challenged and I get lost in Pittsburgh. So he gave me his number. So when I got lost, I could, you know, call him to get out of the city. And it just started to be such an amazing conversation. And we were both interested in working to grow leaders who are either early in their leadership career or, get, or wanting to get into a leadership career. And he, he, was, he had this great concept and this great model, the Emerging Leader Inner Circle, and I've been very blessed to be a part of it. And we've had it set up in the beginning 
as a virtual meeting where so it's a, it's a it's a coaching call where people come together we do you know 20 ish minutes of coaching and then we turn it into what was taught how you can apply that in your work uh, I told David of the new triple A. It's all about application, so I'm always pushing us to talk about it that way. <laughs> and it has just been such we've I've seen and we have seen such growth. We celebrated our first cohort at the end of last year in December, and you were a part of that live event. And to see people who were uncomfortable getting in a live coaching environment, mm-hmm. who were uncomfortable finding their voice who then got to the point where they're bringing a real-life issue to the table and we're talking through it. I've never been more proud of a group of people and their growth. So we are continuing that. But we've been talking about the power, if you will, of group coaching. And some people call it masterminds. A lot of people, some people might call this a virtual leadership roundtable. What you call it doesn't really matter. What's important is bringing like-minded people together to give them a space and an opportunity to learn and think through how to move that work forward. So it has just been an amazing collaboration that we're seeing such great results from. And that model, we're probably going to, not probably, we will move it forward with a different topic that is focused around some work that I do with a lead growth system. And so then bringing people together to help them plan out their professional or personal growth journey. Mm -hmm. Because as you and I both know, you work so hard and you get to point B, but you don't want to stay at point B. You have to continue to grow and move your trajectory forward. So just a great collaboration. Um, very blessed to be a part of it and to see what we're going to be doing moving forward. But, but you know, this time that we're in with COVID-19, I, I know a lot of people, Melanie, you've probably been hearing this too, some people who are coaches or entrepreneurs, we, we've struggled a little bit with, how do we help people through this? So mm-hmm. I've done some things just like you've done. I've been putting on a couple complimentary virtual sessions that are focused on leading through crisis, trying to get people talking about it, that we don't know what we're doing, but we're in this together. Or a focus on families that are feeling stressed. And so how do you, how can you better understand what everybody's going through. So so I've been doing that because for me, personally and in my heart, that's the right thing to do. But at the same time, I'm still moving forward with my programs because personal and professional growth is always needed. But now more than ever, when we're feeling a little helpless, when we don't know what this is going to look like, this is really an amazing opportunity for people who are struggling to find some sort of program or service or coach to, to reach out to because no, I, I firmly believe we're not meant to travel 
through our journeys alone and finding the right person to have speak into you mm-hmm. that you lean into and learn from is so vitally important. So I think that's one of the things that I'm, I'm saying to a lot of people. If you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling frustrated, reach out and find, because we're all feeling this at some level, find a way to occupy some of this extra time we're finding in a more productive manner than binge-watching TV. Mm-hmm. Words of wisdom. You heard it right here. You heard it right here. And, 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 I, did, and I didn't mention any shows people are binge-watching because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. There are, <laughs> there are many of them, right? There are many of them. But, man, Kim, um, this has been great. I really, I could stay on here with you for for months and months. We just have so many similar beliefs. And I love that we got on this topic today. Uh, I am really excited to continue to watch you to grow. And, and I want to encourage everybody, if you have been listening to this and you haven't taken out your journal, go back and re-listen to this and get out your journal and think about the beliefs that you have. And if you need to borrow someone else's, just for now, it's okay. You can do that. We, we give you the permission today to do that, to borrow our belief about what your Absolutely. life, you know, what your life could look like. And because we are people that do believe adding value to ourselves so that we can add value to others is where it starts. And, uh, and it's so important. And we just really, both of us want to share that journey with people. So Kimberly, thank you for coming on Everyday Leaders. Thank you for being an everyday leader, showing up in your life to inspire us to try to overcome everyday obstacles. And that's really, this show has been designed for you and your message. So I celebrate you and I thank you for coming on. And please remind the guests, how can we get a hold of you if, if we need to figure out how to get in, in touch with you for collaborating on your programs, follow you, follow the Cannoli Coach? Absolutely. First and foremost, thank you so much for just being you and, and what you do. And I think about my life's journey and some of the people that I have blessed and released in my life. I had to do that to open up my life and my heart for the right people. And you are, you are one of them. I just from moment one of connecting with you, I'm a better person. So never, ever stop being the amazing, wonderful person that you are. And I'm going to echo exactly what you said to the listeners, because I have been blessed by someone speaking into me to borrow his belief. And for anyone who is listening that's struggling, the two of us believe in you more than you'll ever know. And hold on to that and let it grow within you until your belief matches. Um, If you want to reach out to me, it's KimberlyHambrick.com. Just connect with me. I'd, I'd love to talk with you. And if anyone's really excited and feeling daring and they have an amazing story that they want to share, I'm always looking for guests on the Cannoli Coach 
You just have to be okay with me butchering the line from The Godfather because the cannoli coach is all about leaving the frustration and taking the cannoli. (laughs) I love it. Girl, this is so fun. This is why we do what we do. I love it. Thank you. This is wonderful. Yes. So everybody really get through COVID-19, stay safe, be careful, figure out a way for you to take that inspiration that you have deep in your soul and write it down and think about if it could become what you see. Mm -hmm. Have that belief. I love this today, Kim. Thanks for taking us on this journey. And again, thank you for being a guest and being an everyday leader in life. Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.